A couple of weeks ago, I came across this uh, this Instagram page, Sign to Hear, and it's such a simple idea that it can't but work. And it's such a nice use of social media. Um, and I'm joined by the Instagram the page creators, Alison and Taylor. Alison and Taylor, you're very welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you. So, um, sign to hear your Instagram page. Um, I'll read out the introduction. So, follow Taylor Beth's journey from silence to sound. 2010, born. 2011, diagnosed as deaf. 2012, first cochlear implant. 2015, second cochlear implant. Taylor, tell me about the Instagram page and tell me what you do on the Instagram page. I do signing and I teach other people how to sign. Today's sign is open and close. Today's sign is flower. Alison, where, where did this... Where did you come up with the idea for this? Um, well, we used to teach her brother a little sign a day when he came along, Taylor was five, and we wanted to kind of rejig our, our love for sign language because we relied on it so heavily when Taylor was deaf before she got the cochlear implants. So we used to just give him a snippet of a sign every day, and that was the easiest way that he would he would pick it up. So um, we just the amount of people that would come across over over the years just saying that she was great and does she not sign anymore and that was one thing we got that when, once she started to speak we had dropped all the sign so we decided then for us for a, a great way for us to make ourselves relearn the signs a sign a day is the best way to do it and we find now that when we do put up the signs every day the amount of people who are saying it's it's going in a lot better because it's only one a day and um, they can actually watch the video and watch how she's how she's doing it. That um, it's just it's it's an easier way to spread the word and and get it out there. And where do you, where do you see who do you see um, using the Instagram page, or where do you see it going, or where's your goals for um, like what's your dreams for the Instagram page? Well, at the beginning, it was kind of we were just doing it. To, you know for, for a bit of fun for ourselves and then we could see the the numbers growing and the interest growing and the amount of people saying oh this is something I've always wanted to do and um, I've always wanted to learn a bit of science so the, like it's it's going from um, young kids like I, well I'm saying kids from early teens that who are saying that they, they want to learn it right up to like the older generation who are saying it's something that they've always wanted to do and um, that there's just there's a great interest and Sign language is something that it, it always intrigues people. Um, we never, like the, the numbers are growing weekly on the page and we, we never, we, ha we had never really thought of where it was going to go, or what, what it was going to do. We just, we were only just doing it for a bit of fun and it just seems to be growing and growing. So um, originally we had done this, we were only just doing the sign a day as a, the month of September, which is Deaf Awareness Month. But because it has kind of create so much interest it is definitely something we're going to to keep up I think and and keep doing a sign a day for people to to take on. Hello today's sign is language. You say you you dropped the signing and then you you picked it up again what walk me through that 
it, what, what really, there was one day, um, Taylor Beth was, she went into school and with her cochlear implants, um, the batteries, they, they need changing daily. And say she's two, two or three sets of batteries and they all look the same. So we had obviously picked up the set we thought were charged and put them on. And she went off in school and I got a phone call then from the teacher to say, um, sorry, Alison, um, Taylor Beth's, her implant is after, the, the battery has died. And I says, right, I'll be, look, we're lucky enough, we're only 10 minutes away from the school. So I had run down. But in that time, she was in the corner of the playground and she couldn't, she couldn't communicate to anyone because nobody knew sign. And she could speak to them, but she couldn't hear back what they were saying. And nobody could tell her, you know, only, only through gestures that it'll be all right, mammy's coming. She was just in complete silence for the whatever length of time it took me to, to grab the batteries to get to the school. And from that... It's it's so important for it's it's another language that you don't need it until you need it. Do you know you you don't realise how important it is until that very moment that you say. Even our teacher said, if I had have had a handful of signs just to reassure, her, that would have been that would have been a massive, a massive help. Taylor, what what's that like? What's what's that like when all of a sudden you've you put in the wrong batteries or whatever in yours. Is it, is it frightening or, or, or? I kind of panic. Okay. And the best way out of that panic would be what? Like how do you, because you're, you're sitting here and you're like, well, I kind of panic, but you got through it, you know, which makes you better than the average bear. But how did you get through it? I don't know. I, I don't really do anything. I just sit there, silent. Yeah, I, I, can, I can only imagine. Um, I can only imagine, uh, Taylor. And Taylor, do you enjoy teaching? Uh, do you enjoy the sign of day? Mm-hmm. And do many people come up to you and ask you about sign of day? No, not really. Well, they will after this. Really, Taylor, your approach to signing is very, it's fluid and it's natural. But what's the hardest thing about signing or teaching somebody? If you, to sign. Sign, for, if you sign for a long time, your hands get a little tired. <laughs> and what about, like, is there different signs for different language for different parts of the world? Yeah, there is. And what are the differences? Give me a couple of differences. Or would you know any differences? It's like the hand movements, I think. And I don't know, it's because it's different languages. Hello, today's sign is, how are you? I wanted to pick up my phone and I wanted to press record. And as I was pressing record, I wanted to sign. And I discovered at that moment that you need two hands to sign. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, that I, I find that that's like how do you get over issues like that like how does um how does only from from instagram have the, the one good thing that they that one of the updates there's a hands-free option of um but as far as i know it's only on the, the stories so if we when if we ever do like a hands-free we generally record it hands-free on the instagram story and you have to save it like it's there's a whole rigmarole. No, normally on a normal camera, you can't just 
profit there and you know work away so you do need a hands-free hands-free option otherwise it's it's just a nightmare <laughs> Alison talk to me about Taylor's Taylor Beth's journey I mean that's that's one thing that that's a hook there from silence to sound um Taylor that that's going to be the name of your first book by the way just just saying <laughs> um talk to us about the journey born diagnosis deaf cochlear implant one cochlear implant two well basically she was born um in may 2010 and she was our first our first born so um like any other new parents we we didn't know what to expect and um as the months as the weeks went on she was you know babbling and uh, gooing and gan but she never got to the babbling stage of the mama baba dada part so um we had gone to it was like a six to nine month checkup and they kind of do all the rattles and um she never turned so they were like look we'll bring her back another day a lot of children don't turn and my mom actually had said to me sure look you didn't turn when it was yours and i was up in arms and you know we went back and you were fine the next time so we kind of didn't we weren't too worried and when we went back again then the same there was no turning and what you know there was just no reaction to banging on desks or they were throwing books behind her and things so there was just no reaction whatsoever and then they sent her to Stranorla for an actual audiologist test in a boot and she soon learned that if she turned her head at a certain time like a little puppet would light up in a box so Taylor would automatically turn but it wasn't to the sound it was nearly to watch out for the puppet but they, she would do it at such a time that they thought she was turning to the sound. So she actually fooled the test for a long time. So from, from about seven months, right up until we got the official diagnosis at 18 months, we had to keep going back and saying, from 12 months, we knew there was a definite issue. And they kept saying, no, no, sure, she, she's passing the test. She's doing this. She, she, will, she will come round to speaking in her own time. And eventually then at 18 months, she, she failed a test just enough for them to do like, um, it was a test that they would actually um, put her to sleep for. And they, read, they would feed sound through her ears and read her brain signal. And it was that day then we realized that her brain actually wasn't picking up any sound at all, that she, she was profoundly deaf in both ears. So then fast forward to when she was two and a half, she got her first cochlear implant in the November and she was switched on then for December and it took her a good kind of six six months before she started mouthing words and like you had to go right back to the beginning as if she was a newborn that you had to go back to singing all the nursery rhymes and you know pointing at everything and labeling everything but the only thing was because we had the base of sign language whether she she could fully speak to us through sign language so we just had to replace all the signs then with the words. And it was a lot easier than if she hadn't had the base of, of sign language. And once she got the, the cochlear implant, then we, that, that was the main reason really we pulled back on the sign was to get the speech going because we knew our aim for her was to be at a mainstream school and to, to, to lead as normal of a life as possible. Um, so we knew she needed the speech to be perfect for we were aiming for her to be at school for five and kind of start school with her peers which what she done in the end um but that was the thing we could never put her into um crash or anything because if i was putting her into a crash or a childminders they didn't have any sign so i had to, to leave my job at the time 
to kind of stay at home and be her teacher and you know be, be the one that could speak to her through sign on a daily basis otherwise she just would have been left in a corner and because a lot a lot of places just don't have anybody who can sign so it, it was just that was the the only option for us at the time and when she went to school then she, as she started school she got you got your second implant just in the august before she started school so she started school with her two cochlear implants and this, the the difference the second one has made has been amazing like she she was she came on really well with the first one um but since she received the second one then her um like all the sound would have come in from one side mm. but since she got the second she can now like if you clapped on her left she knows that sounds coming from her mm. left whereas before this she had no notion of of where where the if she was here if she heard a car coming down the road she wouldn't know from which direction whereas now she she can kind of tell which direction the noise is coming from hello my name is laura and today's sign is thank you you said you had to give up your job to look after her are yes. there any yeah. supports in place or to be honest, well, I, I'm I'm speaking from somebody who lives in Donegal. We we would be the last to get it anyway if, if there was anything <laughs> out there. But um, really, no. Like uh, okay. the day I will never forget, even the day that she was diagnosed up in the hospital, and they basically just said, "Look, she's not hearing anything. She's profoundly deaf." And they handed you a handful of leaflets, and it was like, "Right, go on your merry way, and somebody will be in contact." But when you get, if you get word like that, you, you kind of don't know where to turn. You're thinking the worst. You don't, you know, there was nothing in place. And um, only then I had found um, a group of parents through um, Facebook that, and luckily enough, all their children were kind of in and around Taylor's age at the time. And they were all in the same boat and they were all going for cochlear implants. And it was a great support network, but only that we actually built the network ourselves. Mm. there would have been nothing you know there's actually and even um because like at the time we, we had no option like i had to really set myself up nearly as her carer slash teacher slash yeah. mother at the time because there's if, if you if you put her in if i was continuing to work i would have been in work say nine to five monday to friday and she would have just been in a childcare setting and, and unless you were lucky enough to get a childcare setting that somebody had a, a full say level five on isl sign language um she was just going to be kind of gestured at for the day Do you know there would have been no um community communication as such as in an actual conversation it would have just been gesturing to eat your dinner or gesturing it's nap time or there would have been no actual um you know just reassurance of how the day was going or mommy will be here so it would just be just to, uh, they would have been able to just communicate enough to get them through the day and that's I just didn't want that for her. And what what would you like to see in place? Now I don't want to take away from the Instagram page I mean this mm -hmm. is really what, what, what we're going to talk what, what we want to talk about but what would you like to see in place? I would just like to say even for like I know the the levels of childcare and it's a, an intricate like degree or certificate whatever whatever level you go for I would like there to be a, a basic level of ISL included. I would nearly like ISL to be classed as a language that needs to be learned because like they're, they're saying about the, the Irish language is depleting and there's not as many people using it. And it's, it's the same in the deaf community. 
you know, unless ISL is, is kept alive, it will die out because a lot of children that are being born into the deaf community are, the, the majority of them are born to hearing parents. So like ourselves, they will want to give them cochlear implants to let them hear, to, to let them kind of integrate into what you would class as a, a normal life. But as that happens, ISL is being used less and less. And it is the language that unless it's used, it will disappear. And I would just hate for that to happen because there is so many people that still, they rely so heavily on it. And for the fact that there's so many people out there who want to learn it, but there's just no options to learn it unless... I was just going to say, what, what, are, what, are the, um, what are the options there for, for those who want to? Like, from my point of view, I've, I'm sure you've heard this a thousand times, but it's something I've wanted to learn. And some of the things I've been told is, it's a language don't learn if you don't use it you're not going to learn it which is fair enough mm -hmm. um but also but which one are you going to learn do you learn the irish sign language do you learn another one and all of those obstacles kind of put me off until the instagram page popped up and there was no specific language specific it was like and today's Today's sign is wolf. Do you know that was it? I learned that. That was that was. Yeah. I was, I was happy out. So, what are the obstacles in people's way? It's well. First of all, like we would always, we just generally go with ISL, the Irish Sign Language. And if you look at kind of the BSL, which is the British Sign Language, and the ASL, American Sign Language, there is a lot of similarities. If you look through, like if you done the BSL alphabet and the ASL, there is a lot of letters that are similar it's when you come into certain hand movements and certain hand gestures or where you would know the language would would differ so it would be like say if if we're we have a word for something in english and there's a very similar word in french or whatever th that's just where like if if we if i was signing to somebody now to compare to somebody down in kerry they can actually pick up their uh, sign language has an accent as such. So okay, they would know cool. the way a gesture would be done in Donegal would be different in Kerry. So they would be able to say, oh, you're from Kerry or oh, you're from. So it's the same way as, as you're hearing my accent, mm. they, they would be able to pick up. So it's everywhere has their own little dialect as such. But like ISL as a whole, that would be what we would learn in Ireland. And then you can kind of if you spoke to somebody through British Sign Language, you would still be able to pick up bits. Okay. It would be like maybe missing out on something because of somebody's accent. And, you know, it's, you, you would be able to maybe piece together um, certain, certain parts of their signs and get, get the gist of what they were saying. But definitely ISL would be, would be the route to go. And it's a good, it's, so what you're saying is it's a good foundation to build on. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, for... I mentioned for me, from my own point of view as well, the, the learning, the, I'm a visual learner and I didn't realize how much of a visual learner I was really until the website, until Instagram. Um, so I'm sure there's others out there like me. Like, for example, we chatted on DMs. I asked you how to spell my name or how, how do you say Hassan? And you said you spell it out. Now, I s looked up the pictures for how to spell it out, and I may as well have been reading Chinese. And then, <laughs> and then 
I saw it done and all of a sudden it made it made a little bit of sense. So yeah. I, I think I think for for teachers out there, do you know what? If you went on sign to hear and you learned and your class learned a sign a day, there could be worse things you could be doing. Exactly. And if the the main thing, if you can nail the alphabet. If you can spell a word, you might know the sign for it, but if you can spell a word, you're, you're all the way. Do you know, like if, if you can, even something as simple as the, the sign my name is, and you can sign your name then, you, you can spell your name. It's somebody who, who, is, who uses sign language, they will think so much of you even attempting, do you know, to be able to sign to them. It's, it's like, say, if you go to Spain on a holiday and you attempt like how bad and all your Spanish might be. You the fact that you've attempted to order in their language, they will always be happy. Okay. It, it goes the exact same as using sign language. You mightn't be great at it. You might use, you know, the wrong the wrong words or the signs in the wrong way, but they will still be delighted that you've even made the effort to to learn it. And Taylor, talk to me about. And I'm going to ask you this, something I discovered. So what's the sign for my name is? My name is... My name. Okay. Now, I spotted somebody. The gesture was much bigger. So you, you, you said my name is, is that right? So my name is, and then I'd have to learn how to spell my name, which, by the way, is not going to happen in the next five minutes. Just, just <laughs> saying. Right? Um, because the other thing I learned, by the way, thank you, is <laughs> how I'm not very good at moving my hands. So I, I think the fair play to you for doing it. I keep, like, can you imagine my fingers tripping over themselves? That's what it feels like. Anyway, moving on. You said my name is. I saw somebody doing a bigger gesture. Is that a different sign or is it what we were talking about, a different way of doing the same sign? Uh, I actually don't know. That's, uh, that's little Erin, that's just her. Erin would be very, um, she would be very, um, she, you know, she would, she would be very out there and she's very uh, open and like colorful, <laughs> yeah. And, and even it went the way she speaks. So Erin was just, Erin will always put on a show. So that's just Erin's way of, that's her, <laughs> her way of, like it, 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 some people do do the name bigger, but mm. we've always just done it very kind of simple. And is there, Taylor, is there a different, like, this may be a, a silly question, but is there, a diff, is there a way to shout or yell or... Is there, would you, is that, is that a thing? Like, is it a thing? Alison, that's to both of you, like. That's... Yeah, um, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is a way. Um, we would always, uh, sign is also, along with the sign, it's a lot to do with facial expressions and you kind of still mouth the words. So okay. if, you're, if you're signing and you're angry, you would kind of have an angry well that's the way we would have always done it i'm sure yeah. there, there possibly is a way for for kind of as you say kind of professional signers or people who use it in everyday life um that they may have a way to do it but definitely we would just we would be more facial expressions of how we would we would go about kind of different feelings and that while we're signing 
And you mentioned that to, and this is to, to both of you, you mentioned mouthing, mouthing the words. So I should always be talking what I'm signing. And I'm using the wrong terminology. I know I am. So I should always be saying my name is. But does my sign have to, ma have to match what I'm saying? No, definitely not. Because um, the say when you sign my name, you you're basically your sign is saying name me. So okay. your sign is so as long as you're saying my name is, you're yeah. saying how it is. So you you're basically you mouth what you're trying to say, and you sign, but your sign will not always match to what basically what your mouth is mouthing out. But it's okay. it's more so for people who there's some people who sign and half sign and half lip read so that they can match it up you know so it's it's it doesn't have to to be kind of on, on an even par as long as you're doing both at the same time and is signing and lip reading is that something that comes hand in hand or does it go hand in um, hand well i found with taylor taylor even now um like she would take her cochlear implants off at night and like goes to bed she's in complete silence so when she comes into us in the morning to get ready she generally doesn't put them on until after she has breakfast. Like that's, that's her choice. She likes her bit of quiet time in the morning. Um, but when I'm speaking to her then, she has to be looking at me and she is a master of lip readers. Like she can, we can still have a full conversation in the morning before she has her implants on. Taylor, where, where would you like to see this going? This is, this is especially for you now. Like where would you like to see sign to hear going? Uh, I actually don't know. So... So would you like to be famous? A wee bit famous. <laughs> A wee bit famous. I like it. I like it. Hi. Welcome to Sign to Hear. My name is Amy. Today's sign is dog. I think what you're doing is amazing. Um, I think you're using a technology that's there that's often uh, put down, you're picking it up and you're saying, well, do you know what? I'm going to use it for good, so fair play to you. Um, your journey is a long one, so the very best of luck to you, both of you. And Beth or Taylor, from my point of view, I genuinely like the little bit of happiness you bring to me and others like me who wait for the phone, who wait for it. And they go, oh, there's my sign today, and I learn it. Alison, uh, the work you're doing fair play to, I want you both to think of a way that we can incorporate your sign to hear. So is it a phrase a week, or is it a sign a day? Today's sign. Think about it, will you? We will, we will, won't we? Yeah, we'll, we'll put the thinking hats on and, and see what we can come up with. That stuff. So, Alison Taylor, thank you very much for joining in the Sussex Staff Room. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you.